Hey, and welcome to the Rally Podcast. We're stoked that you're here. We hope that this would be a tool to help you pursue the presence of God, people, and the ways of Jesus. Thank you for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy. Hey, what's up, everyone? Hey, uh, welcome to the Rally Roundtables, another episode, conversation, whatever you want to call it. Um, We're so glad that you're watching us at any time of day. It could be the morning, night, in the gym, or if you're listening on the podcast, we're so glad that you're just hanging out with us. My name is Josh Delacruz. Uh, I lead the infamous, famous, infamous, <laughs> very extraordinarily famous. There it is. Uh, yeah. Myrtle Beach uh, rally. Uh, it is definitely world renowned. It is. 100%. Yeah, we've made it across the globe. There's some stigmas to this that I can neither confirm or deny, but um, it's an honor to be here. Uh, shout out to my Myrtle Beach family. Yes. Um, I, Myrtle Beach! I have oh two of my favorite human beings who just so happen to be married. Uh, the Foster family. Um, okay. Would you uh, introduce yeah. yourself individually? Okay. Cool. Um, you want me to go first? Let okay. me introduce you. Introduce me. No, go you can ahead. go ahead. Okay, well, my name is Cami Foster. Hello. Um, yes, yeah, so I'm part of like the lead team here um, at like lead team for a rally in Myrtle Beach, and it's the best ever. Josh, you're the best. Yes. Jonathan, Thanks. you're the best too because you help us. Thank you. Um, but yes, so just kind of like part of my story. Um, I'm actually from Nebraska. Go Huskers. Um, I was. any. Yes, Cornhuskers listening, other than your okay. family. Other than my family, that would be my goal. If you are I'll a Cornhusker, some, at you know, Cammy M. Foster, just let her know. Okay, yeah, maybe if you, yeah, I don't know how we'll figure that out, but I'll send it to my Nebraska Yeah, there friends. aren't many, but they're there. They're not They're many. all in Nebraska. Okay. Yeah. Now, now you're resting <laughs> on a good state. Okay. Well, Jonathan loves going to Nebraska. It's a fun do. place. Um, but yeah, just a little about me. Um, I sometimes I'm like, should I look at the camera or should I like look at you guys? How about but, both? Okay. There's, there's technically three you know, people watching. Okay. Here. Okay. So, anyways, my story. Um, I actually was raised in a Christian home. I am actually one of six. You know, there's five girls, one boy. Everyone used to be Boy's like, oh, we're so sorry. You only have one brother. Oh, poor brother. I was like, yeah, right. He didn't have any hand-me-downs. He got everything new for him. He was, he was him. like the only child slash baby. Yes, he had it all. But anyways, mm-hmm. I'm the third, and so I got hand-me-downs. But it was awesome. I love my sisters. Love my fam. And yeah, so I got saved um, when I was five. I remember being like, okay, yes, I want to go to heaven. Jesus is my savior. When I was 12, I wanted to be baptized. I wanted to follow Jesus because I remember mm-hmm reading in the Bible, like the disciples did that to follow him. So I was like, Oh, I'm going to do that too. Like, I want to be a disciple of Jesus. That's so cool. Um, but then in high school, I kind of just wanted to find my own way. Uh, My parents got divorced and so I was just kind of doing my own thing, just run into, um, whatever I could find to try to find me more. I thought more like joy and stuff. So, um, I was really finding my identity, like in my relationships with guys and in volleyball. And so when I turned 19, I was actually headed to my second year to play volleyball in college. And I remember calling my sister cause I'd just broken up with my boyfriend and like, I don't know what to do. I don't want to go to the same college as him. Like this might be Little super. Loser. Okay. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Nice um, sorry, John, this might listening. be a little awkward for you. No, no he's, kidding. Yeah. we'll meet one day. Yeah. I, Maybe. I can guarantee you he would. Well, you ever ran into this. like an ex-girlfriend? It could be another yeah. uh, conversation. I know it time. could be another conversation, but I'm like, 
I am glad I like live here. I don't have to run into any exes. That's yeah. that's definitely a blessing. But yeah, maybe I'll sleep um, in our conversation later. You know, hey, mm-hmm. ex, if you're watching this, any exes, I'm glad you're here. <laughs> Here's my story, okay? Um, this is what happened after we broke up. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, so when I was 19, I remember talking to my sister and just like really having no idea what was next. Mm-hmm. Like I was supposed to be going to the school to continue to play volleyball in college. That's all I knew. Um, wanted to go into nursing school and stuff. And I just remember calling her and just randomly threw out, like, what if I moved to South Carolina with you and Darren? And she was like, um, we'll talk about it. Like, we'll see, because you can't just run here because Jesus is actually there with you right now. Um, you've always found your identity. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You've always found your identity in volleyball and in your relationships. And when she said that, I was like, oh, my gosh, like, you're so right. I've only ever, like just seen myself as like, I'm Cammy, I play volleyball, or I'm Cammy, I date this guy, instead of being like, I'm Cammy, like I'm a follower of Jesus. And so when she said that, um, she just said like, start reading your Bible now, like watch church online and um, continue to go to church, but like stop hanging out with those people, like mm-hmm. stop drinking, stop doing all these things. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, so yeah, later in, um, I guess in October, 2012, I packed literally like two duffel bags of clothes and shoes um, and moved to South Carolina. I really did. Mm-hmm. I felt like, you know, I just left a lot behind that I thought was important and it really wasn't. But, um, yeah, I came to new spring and just loved it. And yeah, that's kind of like where I guess our story kind of together, mm-hmm. you know, comes together. I met Jonathan in like, I guess May, 2013. So you just told me last yeah. time it was April. Okay. You corrected me. Well, it was like April, I the end of that. April. But we technically served together in May. (laughs) But um, yeah, but that we can kind of talk about our story. If um, you want to kind of give like your testimony next. I don't know. Yeah, go ahead. Give us a little. Would you like me to do that, Josh? I would love that. I'd love to do that. Um, Josh is technically our host. And so we're, you know, he's guiding us, keeping Mm -hmm. us on track. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah. So I serve as our associate pastor Mm -hmm. here at the Myrtle Beach campus. I have... um, an amazing job. I, I moved here in 2014 to Myrtle Beach, February 10th, 2014. Fun fact, you'll find out in our, our relationship store if we get to share it. That was the day I literally packed. I woke up on February 10th, a normal morning as a 20-year-old young man. Mm-hmm. Had a new job opportunity in Myrtle Beach, mm-hmm. the coast of Myrtle Beach. I get to go start, or not start Fuse, continue Fuse um, that had begun a few months prior. Mm-hmm. I was doing a handoff with Logan Kenley. Logan, you're my boy. If you're listening, I love you so much. You did an amazing job getting this thing going. Mm-hmm. And so um, kind of get to take over from there. And February 10th, literally, I, I go get a U-Haul tow behind. Um, or no, I think it was just a straight up U-Haul. Yeah, it was. Pack it was whatever I can into this little U-Haul. <laughs> it didn't U-Haul. even come close to filling yeah. the whole. It I had no like things. a tiny part of the yeah. giant U-Haul. Literally had. every single Strap item. Down, we're going <laughs> far. As a 20-year-old, every single item I owned fit into half of a U-Haul. Yeah. And so <laughs> I uh, drove in my U-Haul to the jeweler, picked out the most expensive thing I'd ever purchased. Um, Mm-hmm. Went to Subway and showed it to like three of my friends. We were like, <laughs> whoa, this is crazy. <laughs> I said, all right, guys, love y'all. Yeah. See you later. And then moved to Myrtle Beach. And then um, arrived, got dressed, mm-hmm. tri- kind of, you know, Trick came in. I think we were just going on like a celebration. Mm-hmm. We're here in Myrtle Beach. The date. day you moved down here. She was living with the campus pastor's wife. I was yep. living with, with the venerable Caleb Dees um, in our bachelor states and uh, proposed on Garden City. Garden yeah. City, right by the pier yes, that night. Did. So it was a very whirlwind of a day. Yeah. Um, 
Mm-hmm. So, but yes, yeah, so, so moved here February 2014, mm-hmm. been leading Fuse up until last June when we got to hire um, Vlad Milnitsky on, mm-hmm. one of our, our young adults here in Myrtle Beach. Mm-hmm. Um, got to bring Josh De La Cruz on the team, which mm-hmm. has been just the greatest gift. He's freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. And, his and his wife. wife. And his adorable and his little daughter. daughter. Um, yeah, they're, they're just the awesome. Best. It's the best family It's kind of where we are. I actually yeah. grew up in New Spring Church. Mm-hmm. I started coming to uh, the Fuse Box. If you are a real one, then you know what I'm talking about, okay? Uh, it was a mall front uh, student ministry. That's where we were doing it uh, for New Spring Church. Went, played basketball, loved it. Got to tell my story to young adults about a thousand times, I think. Mm-hmm. And I say the same thing every time because it's just what happened, you know? Yeah. Uh, so did that. Uh, started coming because I felt like this was home. I just felt like mm-hmm. people just loved me here. Mm-hmm. And got trained up in the Word, trained up in the way. Got to sit in Tyler Tatum's Fuse group for about four years with some of my best friends in the world. One of them's getting married this weekend mm-hmm. and marrying his love, mm-hmm. awesome. which is super awesome. Mm-hmm. So we have a, not this weekend, sorry, um, in a couple weeks. Yeah. Timestamp this. We're in March mm-hmm. of 2021. Yeah. And yeah, that's it. So Mm-hmm. Gave my life to the Lord at Gauntlet, which is a mm-hmm. summer camp that we, we did. Yeah. Felt called to ministry shortly mm-hmm. after that. Mm-hmm. I remember I was at the Gauntlet um, looking at everybody worshiping, and I had this mm-hmm. thought, like, if somebody didn't set this up, this didn't happen. And it just mm-hmm. blew my mind. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I have to make sure people get to experience these kind of moments in yeah. life. Yeah. And literally, that is like the, that's what set me on a trajectory to get in ministry. And then, you know, ended up a few years later, come on mm-hmm. staff at the church and... Mm-hmm been rocking and rolling since yeah. met yeah. cammy along the way yes we met we met and yeah, tell me how we met so we actually met serving at fuse mm-hmm. um i was doing an internship and yep. she was uh, a lady named lauren bryant in clemson's paddle one yep and so she was being trained up in the ways mm-hmm. of the force mm-hmm. and and not under anything i just truly loved new Spring yeah. so much i was like texting her like can i come up to the offices today after i get off work like i just mm-hmm. loved being around and getting to go be around like the staff they just like let me come up there and stuff like because yeah. i'd never been around a church like that that like truly they were like cool people but like wanting to pull off like this youth ministry like that was super awesome yeah so mm-hmm. and yep that's how I met you she was like I want you to uh, meet my summer intern Jonathan and I at the time I was like doing a year of no dating but you know okay. as long as you didn't say you're dating yeah. Jesus you'll be fine. no I didn't okay. you, you know, can't say that I didn't I don't know <laughs> please don't I love no, you so much yeah. well-intentioned you know, just sounds odd yeah yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. no shame if you said that yeah. it's just it just sounds a little funky you didn't know <laughs> right now you do. Yes. Okay. Right. So yeah, I was like doing a year no dating and I remember like when she's like, oh, I want you to meet my intern. I was like, okay. And like, she come to me. Hoping he'd be cute. Yeah. Like I really kind of was like, oh, and then I like met Jonathan. I would like shook hands. I remember he was like wearing this like really stupid hat and I remember he walked <laughs> away and I was like, oh, I wish he was cute. You know, it's I'm a little bit hurtful, <laughs> but I get what you mean. I'm sorry. <laughs> for thinking, but you know, I think the Lord shielded my eyes because I was. wasn't allowed to. Yeah. It was a holy veil. Yeah, I wasn't trying to date. <laughs> And for like two more months. So yeah. I was trying to go strong. Thing. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. So the Lord went before me because you are yeah. really cute. You are too. Yeah. Thank you. I can leave. It's fine. <laughs> I could leave. We, it's fine. You would? I would. Stop. All right. Here um, we go. Back on track. So, so yes. We so been? we started, uh, I started doing an internship. Yeah. She was serving. And to be honest, like, mm-hmm. it was just awesome. Like this girl who just loved God. She was like, she was, she was very just different all around. Cause Nebraska. she was from Midwest. She had, she would wear like 
just kind of weird outfits, okay, honestly. We don't need to talk about my it's outfits. just true. I just like, like I remember one day. I, told, I think I, I think I like this is kind of my personality. I think yeah. I literally told you you could go yeah. home and change, like because you got well, Sperry's on. Yeah. And, okay. and we were like doing I setup. Had Sperry shoes. They were like on. old Sperry's though. They weren't like Nebraska. They were my comfy. They're little like seventh grade shoes. Still to this day, <laughs> if it's comfy, I'm wearing it. Yeah. Like. That's what I gotta say. Yeah, and that's true. If it's not trendy, don't care. Like, she had like these plaid or these like striped, yeah. pinstripe like shorts on. I'm so honored and you remember a, what I was like, wearing. A, a tucked in t-shirt. It was just an odd outfit. You just didn't see it a lot. You know, that's what we. That's so, what we, um, we were yeah. So she we were serving together, and then I was really like she, we were just friends. Like we just yeah. loved serving together, and so yeah. I was starting to like her. You know, I had a guy named Jeremy Balknight who was giving me, he was coaching me. He was like, he was like, dude, you need to date this girl. I was like, oh, no, I'm good, man. I was kind of playing the field, honestly, just low-key. I, really I was, was, like, talking to a few different people. You, so, need, to, you need to say um, that for the fellas out there that I am, think that's I am. okay. Well, okay. It's this fine. is a conversation. I mean, it is okay. Sure, we're here. I wasn't we're married. We're, <laughs> and yes, I was dating. Exactly I was right. kind of like, yes. so I was, I was, yeah. I wasn't, I was probably towing a line. You were but I really was trying to like figure out like what am I looking for in a wife? That's like I was exactly so right. unsure. Yeah. Um, and then we started, you know, we started to mm -hmm. to like volunteer together. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this girl's awesome. And she's like, the thing that was like most attractive about Kenny is she was like following Christ regardless of where I was. Like, okay. and as we dated, this is like a big part of our story. But we were dating a little bit down the road, and um, I, I was like kind of spontaneously uh, just putting things together. Mm -hmm. So like. I wasn't really planning out our dates or our weeks or whatever. And I was, you know, Sunday night. I was like, all right, so what are we doing this week? And she's like, uh, I mean, what do you want to do? And I was like, well, let's do this on Tuesday night. She's like, well, I have plans with so-and-so. Okay, well, uh, let's do this on Wednesday. Well, I'm actually already going to be up here, like, doing this. I was like, okay, well, what about Friday? Well, the girls asked me. I was like, freak, man. <laughs> sure, filled this thing up. You're not giving me anything. But it was, it was this moment, though, where I realized, like, yeah. she's living her own life. She yeah. loves God. She's doing great things. She's given me permission to, like, lead this relationship and to, like, place mm -hmm. things on her calendar mm -hmm. to, like, get her time first. Yeah. But I'm just not using it. I'm just being, like, lazy. Yeah. Right. And remember, I invited her. So we had, so, you know, kind of paused that. We got dating because I asked her out. She said no because it was a year of no dating. She didn't really want to do that. But I knew, like, we'd had a really long conversation that night yeah. that I'd asked her out. I basically mm -hmm. said, hey, will you stay longer and help me? put all these pipe and drapes and stuff away. And she said, yes. And so it was me and her yeah, yeah, got yeah. fixing yeah, up sure, fuse, yeah. finishing that, you know, we finish setting up in the yeah. office. We have a long conversation, like in the bag. Got yeah. this. Um, and so she said, no, though. I said no I to like, the outside date. Like, okay. Uh, yeah. mm -hmm. And I just, I, I said, no, I said, okay. With like a smirk, mm -hmm. like, okay. Hey, but props to you because a few other guys did ask me out and I said, no. Mm-hmm. No one came back the yep. second time So a month later. You did? I found out when mm -hmm. her year of no dating was up. Mm -hmm. I said, why did I do quotes? That's, a, that's offensive. That is offensive, man. Her When her Whatever. year of no dating was I up. I won't be offended. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. For those yeah, uh, yeah, listening, sure. I did air quotes around her year of no dating. That was pretty significant yeah. in her life. So that was rude. I'm sorry. That's fine. I'm not offended because the Lord told me to do it. So, uh, yeah, so I came back and asked out. So yeah. we did date, though. And so flash forward this moment, yeah. realized, Cammie, I'm, I'm not really using her time well. Yeah. And I guess we just stumbled into all this stuff. Mm -hmm. But this was a really major part. I would say the reason we got married is because of this day happening. Mm -hmm. So we started dating. That Sunday night, I say, hey, can you meet me in the office? I got, we got to talk. She's thinking I'm about to break up with her, right? I really did. I was yep. nervous. Like, he texted me. We used to have, like, Sunday night services on Sunday nights. Uh -huh. And um, 
he texted me and said, Hey, can you come into my office after the 5 PM? And I was like, Oh my gosh. Like, he's going to say like, Hey, I'm just not really that into you. And I was really like, ah, dang. Like I kind of like Jonathan. So I have trouble. Like I'm either like really goofy or really serious. I kind of have a bad job to like fall in this middle path. (laughs) And so like sit down and like, listen, look at me. Yeah, I, like, sat down. I'm like, holy crap. For the camera, I'm looking yeah. at you. Okay. Yeah, let and me know I said, what it was like. I have not been honoring your time. When you get home, there are flowers at your house. Mm-hmm. These flowers, when... I'm going to look at you now. Okay. <laughs> These flowers, uh, when you get home, they're alive. Yeah. And when they start to die, I'm going to replace them with new flowers. Mm-hmm. And I want you to know I'm going to be intentional with our relationship. Anytime these flowers are dead, yeah. that means I'm not being intentional. And that means I'm not taking this seriously. I'm not honoring your time. Yeah. So as long as they're alive, mm-hmm. please give me a chance. But if they're dead, yeah. like, leave me. Like, yeah. we're done. Um, wow. And so mm-hmm. kind of put cards on the table. Not budget-friendly, but effective. Oh, yes. yeah, not yes. budget-friendly. So I figured all, out Walmart has $5 flowers. I figured yeah. out what kind of flowers came to She's, you know, she wasn't, she didn't want, like, fresh roses or anything. She no, actually, I actually like don't like them. So yeah. I learned. Um, mm-hmm. But, yes, yes, it was it was a little hard on the budget. So mm-hmm. actually, when we uh, got married, mm-hmm. they, they stopped because we were so poor. So I got a tattoo That actually yeah. did happen. Um, yeah. Those are the flowers. Actually, that tattoo. Yeah. Those are the but flowers of that first date we went on. I went to pick flowers yeah. with my grandma. This is actually a true story. I went with, with one of her Meals on Wheels ladies. We went to... Yeah. And picked a bunch of flowers out of her her like bushes yes. and then made a bouquet. Yeah, so that's pretty romantic. Yeah, it was. Lie. And there was one time I will <laughs> I'm say actually impressed in, with myself in our relationship. Um, there was just one time that the flowers had been dead for a few days, mm-hmm. and the Lord was like, "You need to go throw them away, and you need to tell Jonathan he's not sticking to his word." And I was like, "No way, I am not doing that. That's like way too embarrassing. Like he's gonna feel so bad. I'm not doing that." He's like, "The Lord was like, wash out the vase and set it on the counter." And tell him when he comes over. And I was just like, oh, okay, like I will. So I dumped out the flowers, washed out the vase, like praying, like, oh my gosh, this is going to be like so awkward. How do I say, bring me more flowers? <laughs> like, no, I don't want to say that. Um, so I said on the counter and he was on his way over and he showed up at my doorstep with flowers in a note card. And it said in there, I probably, I probably still have it, but it was just like, I'm so sorry. Like, I know the flowers have died. Here's mm-hmm. some new ones. Like, Please forgive me for not saying my word. Like, I'm not going to do that. Like, all these different things. So it really was also, I feel like, the Lord just, like, when I chose mm-hmm. to follow Prompting. him, instead of, like, making you the top priority, I just uh-huh. kept being like, no, like, I'm going to listen to, like, what the Lord had said. So yeah. he honored that. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of like that's our, our we have, yep. um, so We have, we got married June 2014. We're almost coming up on seven years, mm-hmm. which is, like, I feel like it was, like, yesterday we got married. But we it was not fast. one kid. Yes. We have not two kids. Yes, we have three kids. We have not, no, we have three kids. Three kids, five, almost three and one, and I get to stay at home with them. So that's really, really awesome. But yeah, that's, that's kind of our little story. We're sticking to it. I, mean, you know, I would hope yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll stick to that one. <laughs> Just that's kidding. you know what's crazy about that, like mm-hmm. y'all telling like your whole story, mm-hmm. and then our series. Mm-hmm. Like now that everyone knows their story, mm-hmm. what we're gonna talk about tonight, like it almost would seem like fairy tale. Like, uh, oh, that's yeah. a, this is a great, you know, yeah. lifetime movie, right? Yes. You know, oh, yeah. God. Who cares about the Yeah, notebook? we got approached by a contract. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm just kidding. We didn't. Yeah. But Lifetime, if Lifetime happens to be watching this. I feel like you'd do it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. As long as they don't make us do, like, some compromise. Sure. Or you never know. With, yeah, with, with Lifetime. Movie. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Um, but knowing your story <laughs> almost seems like a fairy tale. Like, I'm sure there are moments in that that have been difficult. And you're like, oh, we left that out, but we're going to break that down. Especially this whole month we've been talking about sex. Mm -hmm. And 
religion has said that sex is bad until you're married, right? Yeah. And, and But sex is such a great thing. Yeah. And like probably because you have a fruitful marriage, that is a key piece of it. Yeah. But in certain confines of covenant marriage, mm -hmm. right? And so we get the honor and privilege yeah. of talking about pleasure and purity yeah. and righteousness. On record. On record. Yeah. On yeah, record. That's fun. I can't wait to show this to Rustin <laughs> and my kids one oh, yeah. day. Like, watch this. Wow, that is going to actually know. make them so uncomfortable oh, when they find out. Percent. I can't wait. I, I know it. Yeah, well, we'll also find out. Not just in okay. life, right? But yeah. like biblically, how do these things coexist? Because mm. I, my, my kind of story, I was raised in a you know, Southern Baptist home, not that there's anything wrong with that, but super like ultra conservative. Right. right. So when I hear this word pleasure, I mm -hmm. think gross, grimy. Yeah. We don't do that. Mm -hmm. Pleasure is just, we'll leave that for the war, the unchristian people. Yeah. But Christians, we do not partake of that. I'm like, but what's this thing about joy that we always read? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. God created this and it was good. Like I, I'm so confused about that, but yeah. pleasure is just being shoved down my throat as if it was a bad thing. Yeah. yeah. And then I see this thing called purity, mm -hmm. which is the, like many times growing up mm -hmm. in the 90s, it was very much like purity is the ultimate goal. Mm -hmm. Not your relationship with Jesus, mm -hmm. but purity, staying pure. Sign this card. Mm -hmm. It's an abstinence card. And I'm like, okay, I'll sign it. Yeah. Right. And, and six months later, it's in a paper airplane. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. Or yeah. buy this, your girlfriend, this purity mm -hmm. ring or girls get this. And I know, I know. Um, if you've given your girlfriend that, Go take it off of her finger now and throw it away. No, okay. no, no. Better yet, sell it you to know? a pawn shop, right? Sell it yeah, to yeah, yeah. Or right. um, if yeah, let's get rid of those. Yeah, but like the stigma of like pleasure's gross, purity's the ultimate goal. When ultimately, like your relationship mm -hmm. with God, as you've both said it, like mm -hmm. the reason you have such a fruitful marriage is because you realize mm -hmm. that man, Cammy's just following God with all of her heart. Yeah. And if I can be an addition to that, mm -hmm. how great can that be? Yeah. You know? And that's probably why you saw it in Jonathan. Like, yeah. he loves God and loves mm -hmm. people so well. Yeah. I'd love to be a part of that. Mm -hmm. So if both of these things, yeah. I believe, and all three of us believe that these can coexist simultaneously, mm -hmm. like, how do you guys navigate, like, the balance of pleasure and purity in a marriage? Mm -hmm. Like, how do you do that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, you want to go first? Yeah, I was, I was thinking <laughs> something you said, though, or like even early on, almost like an undergirding etiquette. So yeah. funny. Like those two, because you really, I think you just masterfully like explained mm -hmm. like, the, like yeah. the, these two words, pleasure and purity. Like, mm -hmm. like, why are they, are they in conflict? Why are they in conflict? Because even yeah. as we look at this question, thinking about us getting to talk about this today, it was like, yeah. you know, doing research or just thinking about it and thinking through scripture and the story of scripture. And I, I just kind of go to the story of scripture is why did you see people take such extremes for, um, like, to, to dismiss pleasure. Because that's what you're seeing, is you're taking, yeah. like, an yeah. isolated incident throughout Scripture. You think of the Daniel fast, for example, where he's saying, I'm not going to partake in any of the king's delicacies. Yeah. Like, I don't want any pleasure when it comes to food that I eat. And he mm -hmm. fasts from it. And it's like this hard fast, mm -hmm. like nuts and fruits and yeah. no meat or anything like that. And why was he doing that? It was because it was associated with gluttony. It was associated yes. with excess. It was associated right. with this idol worship in this foreign That's land. Right. And so he was he was showing that he is distant from that. He was consecrating himself, like separating himself. And that's what she's like, purity. It's mm -hmm. it's a consecration. Let's, yeah, like, look up that good. word. That's a good word. Like yeah. it's that's separating good. yourself for a holy purpose. Mm -hmm. And so you've gotten like these two things mixed up because mm -hmm. God's the one that made 
pleasure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and what do you like the reason that you put parameters around pleasure mm-hmm. is because people easily worship pleasure. Yeah. All throughout scripture. Mm-hmm. So true. Is it's it's the sin of excess. In America, mm-hmm. like we experience this so much. Yeah. I think you're gonna experience this anywhere, but like us especially, because mm-hmm. we have excess everything. Mm-hmm. Like literally, like everything is beefed up for more. Yeah. I think I think of me as a young man, like and now trying to rewire the way I think about food. I think food is probably like the easiest. Mm-hmm. You want to think about like mm-hmm. the consequence of sin and sex and pleasure in that regard. Like mm-hmm. think about food and think about the mm-hmm. think about how how you mm-hmm. think about it and mm-hmm. what it does to your body. Like yeah, it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. You can prepare it in a in the right way. Yeah. You can eat it within the confine, but too much. Mm-hmm. Is wrong. Like, yeah. th- there are certain things. Like, I just think about like all the ways that food's made, mm-hmm. and the way it's set up. Like, you have a really great opportunity to mm-hmm. enjoy it yeah. and to satisfy something inside of you. Mm-hmm. Um, but too much of a good yeah. thing becomes mm-hmm. ultimately like yep. fat on your life. It and this is like excess. kind of just like a side note that I feel like the Lord had kind of showed me. Just like even reading through the Bible, of something I noticed a long time ago was when. Eve, like, was promised, like, you can have any of this fruit in the garden. Like, take whatever you want, just like we get to with any of our food. Don't take from this tree. Don't take from it. But the sin that she chose was food. You know, it was some type of fruit, apple, whatever it would have been. Um, But it just is interesting, like, that God used even that small of a detail that she sinned with food Mm -hmm. and that we I feel like even just as Americans like we find so much pleasure in eating and overeating Mm -hmm. that's like this social acceptable sin where I feel like it is easy to kind of compare like both those like what you're saying I used to be called the the dumpster because I would literally eat whatever was left Mm -hmm. of everybody's food because I wanted Mm -hmm. just as much as I could put in my body like literally that was how I thought about food right but I, I we think about like everything it's like mm-hmm. you ever met that guy who just loves games so much and yeah. it's like i'm gonna he stays up till 4 a.m playing a game yeah. just because yeah. he loves fun so much yeah. and it's like you ruin all the other disciplines in your life yeah or you love sports so much or so much competition or you love getting stuff done you love work so much and getting stuff done it's yeah. like all these things that are part of our life mm-hmm. anything done in excess mm-hmm. is going to affect the other right. things around you yeah. and yep. sex is another one of those things, it's a part mm-hmm. of life it mm-hmm. is and we know that God made everything to point to him, ultimately for his yeah. glory. And what is, like, he created sex. He instituted it. Mm-hmm. And so that means that therefore it is a good thing. Mm-hmm. But too much of a good thing always mm-hmm. does break things down. And that's all yeah. it is. You can't always say something. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you're, uh, what do you say? What do I say? You know, I say. <laughs> Let me know. Um, you say, uh, you yeah. say like, <laughs> before, <laughs> before marriage, like what they may trying yeah, to do. Yeah, that's a, I really do believe that. Someone had told me before I got married um, is that like when you are outside of marriage, Satan is just trying so hard to get you to have sex outside of marriage. Mm. And we live in that. And then you feel guilty and shame and all that stuff. And then when you are married, he tries to not get you to have sex within mm. the walls that it is good to have sex. That's a great and point. then you don't have sex. Oh, I have a headache. Don't feel good. You mm. know, all these different things that you kind of start to like settle in and believe in, and then you feel guilty and shame. Mm. And it's like, that's so weird. That's like a, not a coincidence. Mm-hmm. Like we should be able to have sex within marriage. Like that's what it was made for and not feel guilty or shame. Mm-hmm. But somehow when we believe both those lies, either outside of marriage or inside of marriage, mm-hmm. guilt and shame are still brought with mm-hmm. both of them. And it just is like the weirdest, mm-hmm. craziest thing that it's like, he's it's so crafty. it is, it is a little nugget to just kind of remember like Satan knows mm-hmm. your weakness and 
Or another in certain marriages when you're maybe not following the Lord is you're pursuing this endless pursuit of pleasure. Yes, it's like he distorts sex along the way. And yes. so what we what we get to yeah. do as Christians mm-hmm. is use scripture as a frame yeah. for viewing sex and a lens yeah. almost to put over yeah. your eyes to see like, okay, yeah. when I look at sex, what do I see? Mm-hmm. I don't I don't see yeah. a dirty thing. Mm-hmm. I don't see just a fun thing yeah. that feels good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is I see a holy thing that points mm-hmm. to God's glory. Yeah. Because when you get married, those things just don't go away. Like we got to hear from like Glenn on Tuesday, which was like such an awesome message. But Glenn did share part of his story. Um, and I know a lot of different stories that like your temptations and stuff like that. Like I know for even both of us, like it doesn't just go away when mm. you get married. Like, yeah. so that's why it is so important to not even rush like your engagement part. Like I remember like talking to you in our engagement. Like we just had a lot to still talk about. That's why I think that time is so important. It's to still kind of, Let's keep talking about the things that, you know, we maybe don't want to bring inside of our marriage. They'll still come with us, but we'll maybe be a little more freed when we get to marriage. Um, And I remember, and I don't feel like anyone ever talks about, you know, the girl side of this, but I remember being so nervous to tell Jonathan, like, I, you know, I've done masturbation and looked at porn and stuff like that, like as a high school college student, and I couldn't say it with my mouth. Like I was not going to be, I was able to tell anybody that like, he's going to judge me. He's not going to want to marry me like at all. And so I remember like writing, way deep into our engagement. Yeah. Like, um, I think it was probably like in May, like we were going to be getting married like in June. And I remember like writing out this letter to you, like this whole thing of like, I'm so sorry I did this. Like, you know, I've slept with guys and have done all these bad things. And so like, I wrote it in this letter thinking like, here you go. Like you can also take my engagement ring too. Cause I don't think you're going to want to be with me because you did choose to wait for a marriage, like, and you chose to stay pure and I had chose not to, but you like, just looked at me and was like, if Jesus can love you through this, like, so will I, like, this is nothing like, this is it. Like, that's all. Like, I thought it was going to be something like way bigger. Like you killed somebody. And I'm just (laughs) like, Oh, like, okay. Like, wow. Like that's off my chest. It's off my shoulders. Like no one in my, you know, I didn't really feel like anyone was talking to me about that stuff, how normal it is mm. for girls to have this feeling. Like, clearly, Eve went first in sinning. It's like, you know, I don't feel like... It's girls have a desire know, for pleasure. It's like girls saying. have, like, yeah, that yeah. same desire. Who'd have thought? It's not like just a guy guys. thing. Wow, yeah, sorry. it's like we're both created in God's image, but it's like <laughs> no one bats an eye to guys having these pleasures. But then when it's talked about, like, with girls, everyone's like, oh, really? You're disgusting. And it's like, but if more girls were talking about this, they wouldn't feel alone and isolated. 100%. So So a young man can actually have a girl trying to, like, seduce him. That can happen, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's not both. I think I think it does get the narrative does get distorted yeah. a bit there. Oh, yeah. and it's like it it's like a one gender thing. Say no. Make sure you're saying no when it's like guys. Like make sure you're saying no. Like you chose mm-hmm. to say no to some weird situations and not you know. And girl, like one girl specifically thought you were really weird for saying no to doing mm-hmm. those things, and you could have easily been like, okay, you're right. Like it's gonna feel good for a minute. But you had like eternity mindset instead of being like right now I'm gonna do this for yeah. me. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, by no means was perfect, but like I really am right. grateful. So when we go to this purity yeah. side of the conversation, so yeah. pleasure and it's yeah. like it's purpose. Yeah, I definitely I gave into that uh, as a as a young man in high, right. college and high school a little bit is like pornography becomes so normalized. Yeah, it's just yes. like something yeah. you just every dude Everyone struggles it. with it or yeah. every girl like secretly struggles with it. It's like yeah. We all we all see it, have seen it on some level, yeah. and have had to deal with this. Yeah. And because if you're not even watching it, there's so many books mm-hmm. that no one's like, like. That's not what we're supposed to be putting our minds. 
different movies. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, Game of Thrones. I'm throwing it out there. I don't watch it. Don't watch it. Like, we started watching it, and I was like, John, this is real-life porn. Like, <laughs> that's acceptable. It's like, this isn't acceptable yeah. in my brain. Yeah. But everyone's yeah. like, oh, yeah. Yeah, we added the shield and the sword, and yeah. we're good to go. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, <laughs> okay, like, let's just... But it says in the Bible to guard our hearts and our minds. That to me is not something good to be put in our mm-hmm. in our hearts. Anything and our like minds. that. So, yeah. But anyways, being vigilant of that was yeah. me. I was watching Jurassic Park as a three year old, so like I was very Jeez. desensitized. Yeah. That crap. yeah. Desensitized. That's a, that's a that was my favorite. Though, desensitized. Yeah. To yeah I, I, I very much. And like I look back, I have like yeah. kids now, and so we're thinking about like how do we. Like, what do we allow their minds to see? Because they'll, yeah. right. they will have nightmares. Yeah. And I do think about, like, some yeah. things, like, I really yeah. struggle with sexually. I struggled with, like, insecurity or I struggled with, like, uncertainty. Or, like, I remember when I was little, I was, like, six years old. Mm-hmm. Um, me and my cousin, like, we did just, like, some weird stuff yeah. sexually, which is, like, hard to say. But it's just is what it is. Yeah. Because, like, we're looking for pleasure. And we're seeing this world that, like, emphasizes pleasure and all this. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I was so grateful for the word. Yeah. And I always I feel like I've just felt like home at, yeah. at church. Yeah. It's because it was guidelines for how to live in this thing. Right. Where there's not really any guides out yeah. there. And so then go to our marriage. Our marriage happened and is thriving and built on mm-hmm. firm foundation because we had the word and purity to look mm-hmm. to. And we really, I'm telling you, I, I found Cammie's heart mm-hmm. when I spent time with the Lord. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Like, mm-hmm. I would stop, pause, spend time with the Lord in yeah. the midst of, you know, my desire to just do my own thing. Mm-hmm. And I'd pray and be like, oh, crap, I haven't given flowers in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. I need to go do that. Mm-hmm. And then sure enough, that was the day. Like, it was like, crap, something like that would happen all the time. And yeah. um, I th- that's, that's what purity does is it, it's, mm-hmm. I just picture, like, if you can visualize it, just picture you're trying to look and there's just clouds everywhere and it's just foggy and all of a sudden purity is like there's this lamp coming in the darkness. Mm-hmm. You think of uh, yeah. the word as a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. That's yeah. good. Mm-hmm. And when you're not, is you're just cloudying up everything yeah. and you're listening to all these other visions yes. and all these other ideas mm-hmm. for your life yeah. and you're just going because, and that's something like visceral, I feel like if I can just take you there, like just close your eyes yeah. and just start like, just listen to all these other worldviews. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Listen Sorry. to these other, and in the Bible it talks about idols and gods mm-hmm. and they're letting all these other things and they're starting to see, you know, like the enemy's forces, like mm-hmm. the demonic forces, they have some level of power. Like, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. If I start like giving into pornography, I'm going mm-hmm. to feel something that's empowering to some degree. Yeah. It comes with shame, but it comes with some kind of level of power. Yeah. Um, and you start to do that and you get this vision for your life, but mm-hmm. like very quickly you taste of it mm-hmm. and it tastes nasty and bad yeah. and yeah. bitter and you want to yeah. spit it out, yeah. but you kind of can't, you're chained up to it. Mm-hmm. And so like, if people think of purity that way, think of it as like a cage you have to live in. You're like this, yeah. Yeah. like yeah. 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 restraints yeah. rather than boundaries. Yeah, yeah. Is that, like, what's your right. story with yeah. it? Mm-hmm. Oh, That's gosh. Um, <laughs> man, I, I just, when I was really forced to follow this, pleasure's bad, purity's great. Yeah. I just bucked against it 100%. Yeah. That's not like you. Huh. <laughs> 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 yeah. Sorry, mom. Um, <laughs> But like, <laughs> it's funny you say that, like many things in my past. Um, I just 100% went the other way. And at, I, I was 14 when I lost uh, my virginity um, in a, sorry, mom again, in, in, in the back stairwell of the choir practice room at my old church. 
Cat and, and, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so like, when I, my whole framework of, like, it was so much against God of, like, I'll show you in your own head. Right. It's, I yeah. still feel bad about it if I'm not careful, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so when that happened, and it even stems even before that, because um, some of you know my story, but when I was nine, mm-hmm. uh, it, uh, it's just still still hard for me to talk yeah. about, really. Yeah. But um, my best friend's mom took advantage of me. Mm-hmm. I had no idea what was going on. Mm-hmm. I was so confused. How? Mm-hmm. She, but she's my best friend. She loves me. So mm-hmm. I, I was just so confused. So my my lens of women was and sex was so just thrown in a blender. Right. And it was just hit on like blend, heavy blend, and it was just. All parameters, mm-hmm. all boundaries, all religious talks was just out the window. And so everything was a blur when it come to that, right? And, and so 14, I was just like, well, I don't yeah. really care. Yeah. You know, they're telling me something that I believe is not true, church and religion. Mm-hmm. So I don't care. What was that? Was it like you, um, it was like just people's testimonies, like you had seen them live one way and then not live another way or like, what was it? It was, man. I just, it just looked like they were having more fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they yeah. were having more fun than my church friends, and I'm like, yeah. this sucks. I'm yeah. not doing that. Right. Yeah, yes. I'm gonna hang out with the people who are having a yeah. ton of fun. Mm-hmm. And so as soon as I like 14, mm. I lost this. Right. Mm. I lost it more though. I was like, I gave someone this. This is awesome. Like it was yeah. so much of going against the system mm-hmm. of religion that I was like, I'm gonna show them. Mm. And it was fun and it was great. So I said, all bets are off. I'm going fully in, right? And uh, and that, what it leaked in so many different areas of my life though, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. this boundary of something that was sacred that God gave me mm-hmm. and that God wanted me to experience to full like maximum capacity in the confines of marriage. Yeah. I like got a fifth, like 25% of what it really was. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm okay with that. And I settled. Right. Yeah. That like I settled for just flea market version of purity. Like yeah. right? Like yeah. you can find some nice yeah. things at the flea market, but it's not like I'm I saw it in Anderson, yeah. I think yeah. that you can't sell dogs and cats at the flea market anymore. It's a sad day yeah. for if you like the flea market for your pets. Mm-hmm. We got one. Just fun mm-hmm. flea market fact. I saw just yesterday. I appreciate it. To totally it. derail just your thought. Well, there. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, okay. and I will because no, you have to bring it back. Yeah. So, no, to bring it back, yeah. bring it back. Yeah. Um I'm thinking about what you're what you're saying there, and it's um like mm-hmm. you literally, your story is pursuing pleasure. And I mm-hmm. think sex is the gateway that a lot of other stuff starts to then pile into. Yeah. Again, right. Sex is the only, it's the only scripture really against mm-hmm. the body like that. Yeah. And it involves this other person like directly. Yeah. Yes. Like, there, there is something so unique. I mean, scripture mm-hmm. has something to say about it. It says, mm-hmm. it says all other sins are outside the body, but sex is, you know, a sin against your own body. Yes. Um, and it is because mm-hmm. like we think about intimacy and what, what mm-hmm. like, the Lord desires is he desires to fully know us Yes. and marriage mm-hmm. is the only space that you're fully known. Mm-hmm. And I think about that, like even in, like in marriage, like you're naked in front of you go back to the picture of humanity mm-hmm. in the garden of Eden. Mm-hmm. They're naked with no shame in front mm-hmm. and with each other. And even if you desensitize to the place, mm-hmm. you know, secularly, in relationships, yeah. it's because you've chosen now through exposure yeah. so many people to not yeah. care about what you, it's not a confidence yeah. and intimacy that allows you to be nude in front of someone. Yeah. It is a, it's an apathy mm-hmm. that allows you to, or that's an arrogance. Really, that's a great point. Um, mm-hmm. Which 
lead to other things. A, a apathy and arrogance are other paths you don't want to travel. And yeah. so when we think about where we want to get to at the end of our life, like, I mean, everybody, that's the thing that gets everybody. It's like everybody lays in bed at night mm-hmm. and thinks about where they want to be. Yeah. And they think about what they want to do and they think about the life they want to live. Mm-hmm. And even if they've been hurt, wounded, destroyed, whatever, in any different way, if you really get down to it with enough time and you ask them, mm-hmm. is you the one to make an impact? Mm-hmm. They want to leave a legacy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they want their grandkids to, to be well off. Like yeah. They want to leave an inheritance to their kids. They want to have great memories. And they want to mm-hmm. go on fun trips. They want to explore the world. Like They want yeah. that stuff because they're human beings. Yeah. And that, none of that stuff leads to that peace of mind at the end of the, at the, end of the day. Yeah. Right? So we think of the fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, patience kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control intimacy and purity like lead to those things and sex is a part of it so let's put it in its proper place yeah um this pursuit of pleasure Mm -hmm. led you down a road that led to all these other things because Mm -hmm. it it just is it's a pathway Mm -hmm. and so i don't know this is a random thought i hope that makes sense yeah does that make sense yeah it really does no it does and and yeah yeah, it, it was just my pursuit was in the wrong yeah it mm-hmm. was in the wrong spot, mm-hmm. wrong place, wrong time, wrong everything. Yeah. Because I had something that was forced, maybe well-intentioned, mm-hmm. right? Because they wanted to save me from this catastrophic thing that if I didn't do it the right way. It's uh, going back to food. Like, my sexual appetite mm-hmm. was so, like, it was for the wrong type of food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I found, like, I can't, like... Mm-hmm. God, I was going to say sexual candy. How dare I? Oh, my I goodness. No, I don't like that at all. No, nope. you can't cent. say that. Yep. Okay. Nope. Oh. Yep. Um, oh, rolling, rolling. Well, it's like as you get in like a health journey, you yeah. find out like if I eat chips, they taste good, mm-hmm. but I'm going to want more chips. Yes. And that's why you can eat a whole bag of chips and maybe two bags of chips or ice cream. You I can eat full. a whole thing of ice cream and you don't get full. It's because like. feel sick. It's because you just filled your body, but you didn't satisfy your body. Yeah, that's exactly right. You know? Yes. And so, like, you give, you take a vitamin, you eat some greens, you eat some carrots. Mm-hmm. Does it taste as good? Maybe at mm-hmm. first. Yeah. But it starts to taste good because you begin to forget these former things. Mm-hmm. And you begin to taste these new things. And now you can get deeper into the good things for you. And you're satisfied. And you're not hungry and you don't need it as often, mm-hmm. but it's better when you do eat it. Now a yeah. meal tastes better when you add something to it. And now, mm-hmm. and then, and then you start to like your palate changes. Like mm-hmm. the thing that you, it's why people in other cultures can eat mm-hmm. foods that you don't like. It's because <laughs> yeah, the human body are versatile. We're going to respond to what is around us. Mm-hmm. That's and exactly I, right. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so like sex is very much the same. Mm-hmm. And that's what porn does. I know that's mm-hmm. one of our things we were wanting to yeah. talk about, mm-hmm. but like yeah, we'll get there. porn, yeah. mm-hmm. it completely... Mm-hmm blows up your sexual mm-hmm. appetite mm-hmm. yeah like it distorts it mm-hmm. it dehumanizes it makes it all about the feeling and not about the relationship like yeah. the eyes are a window to the soul and sex right. is oftentimes about seeing another person right yeah. and it's like this other person doesn't know you and you're miss like it's, it's just that's why scripture uses that word no mm-hmm. is because it's about actually like it's much more than sex and you're like you're not only shortchanging yourself yeah it's literally like, it's literally like I found a piece of gum on the floor and I started chewing it because mm-hmm. I just needed to eat something right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like literally. Yeah. It's like this momentary pleasure that, <laughs> hey, hey, guess what? It's not going to satisfy no. you. Yeah. No. Right. That's like, 
eating this bag of Skittles for dinner is not going to satisfy no. you, right. right? It's that momentary and then like, mm-hmm. I, feel, I feel bad right now. My stomach hurts. I'm still hungry. Mm-hmm. Like... All, all of it's distorted and, and porn. I, I, it's literally pouring bleach into your brain. Mm. Like all of the ways to, to think about something, like you just pour bleach in there. Not, you hurt the the the, the pathways this is in such your a, brain. Such a disgusting it's analogy. Dis- yeah, like <laughs> no, I would never yeah. do that. Yeah. yeah, you talk to someone like, hey, would you do that? And you're like, absolutely yeah. not. But yeah. yet. So but, many, it's mm-hmm. taking over our, Gen Z, Rally, Fuse, yeah. it's taking over our mm-hmm. culture as if like, mm-hmm. that's just a daily part of your appetite. You're mm-hmm. like, you're pouring bleach in your brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so when you go and meet that person, right, the yeah. one or whatever it is that you meet, like, I would love to spend the rest of my life mm-hmm. with this person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have such a hard time now to think about her or him in the purest form that God intended Mm -hmm. because you just had bleach brain for Mm -hmm. the past Mm -hmm. six months, Mm -hmm. six years when you were really little. And yes, God can renew your mind. Mm -hmm. Praise Jesus in that. And he can redeem something that, Mm -hmm. you know, that the enemy thought he had a stronghold in. Yeah. But it takes so much longer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and so much more time. Is it achievable with Mm -hmm. all... Like all things are possible with God yeah. in the godly community, especially, mm-hmm. especially in rally, especially in new spring. Absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. But I just think like, be careful out there. Cause culture says porn's okay to have in your appetite. Mm-hmm. One night stands yeah. are okay for yeah. your appetite. Literally you can swipe left, right down, Gosh. slide into the, uh, like any kind of m- movement, <laughs> every so type crazy. of finger yeah. movement, like yeah. here, 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 yeah. this, so this, like, no more finger movements. Yeah. But anywho, <laughs> like all of those things, mm-hmm. that's okay. And then you can have, mm-hmm. oh, friends with benefits is okay, right? Right. You can practice a bad relationship. Mm. That, that's okay. Yeah. We're literally, culture is telling us, that's okay. Mm-hmm. You can do that. And one night stands are practiced not for a long marriage, but mm-hmm. to pra- we're practicing divorce. Oh, yeah. Right. That's, that's great. We're yeah. practicing that. Wow. Woo. That's good. Well, I remember like when I was in high school, I had dated this guy that I was like so in love with, you know, I've been dating him for a whole like two Loser. months, you know. Oh, I just can't um, help it. I just can't help you it. You know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but I remember thinking like, um, it doesn't matter if we have sex because one, I love him. Two, my husband will have already had sex before we get married. I wasn't calling this guy my husband. I was just saying, like, my future husband, well, what, he won't wait for me. Yikes. So why would I wait for him? Mm. That was definitely the lie in my head when it's like, that's still not the point. Like, the point is to, like, love God that you're not choosing to do these things. So then when I met Jonathan, it was like a no-brainer. Like, no, we absolutely will not mess around because I do love and respect this guy so much yeah. that I will not cross that sexual boundary with him, you know? And it was like, praise the Lord. He had his hand and arm around us because I had never been in a relationship like that. Yeah. Like it was a miracle from the Lord that he didn't allow us, you know, to cross that boundary. I remember there was one night where we had like 
we wouldn't stay at his mom's house because kind of like crisis. The enemy strikes in crisis, and he strikes in in darkness. Yeah, it really was because. So there's also places that the Lord's light shines the brightest if we can allow it. Yep, because we definitely have boundaries where it's like we're not alone. Like we had all these good like boundaries, but we ended up roommates with. Yeah, who roommates with? We didn't watch movies together. Like we just really set up some really awesome boundaries. But then there was this night where his mom's like fiance had died, which was like so tragic, Mm -hmm. and so we ended up like driving up to her house and staying there okay we're alone at her house like no Mm -hmm. one's there like we're engaged we're sleeping in separate rooms but we can stay up as late as we want yeah it's like we're literally literally adults you know and it's like i just remember like we like we're making out okay this is like sorry this is too hard russin i'm sorry if you have to watch this one day but i remember (laughs) just like instantly like tear i just like my just started crying so hard and he's like oh my gosh like I'm so sorry I was like no like I'm so sorry like I should have you know just stopped and I said I know if we do anything bad we will not get married like I Mm. just know we won't I know the Lord would have redeemed us if something bad would have if we chose to Mm -hmm. do that path because there are plenty of stories where it's like no the Lord does redeem you like if you choose to do bad things outside of marriage and then you get married like the Lord does redeem it Mm -hmm. but that was just kind of I remember a lie that I was yeah. like, I, you know. I think that, like, something something that, like, but what you touched on, like, even in hindsight, I think about what that would have stolen from us. Oh, yeah. I mean, if it had stolen our marriage from us, potentially. I mean, I don't know. Like, even you don't know what the married, aftermath is. You don't know what the yeah. Lord's going to lead or prompt. Yeah. And you don't, I mean, honestly, if you're willing to make our decision, like, if you're willing to actually go there with the Lord, you're going to do some crazy things. Like, you're going to do yeah. some things that are very difficult. Yeah. But I think about, um, like, sin in general. Mm-hmm. This isn't popular to say because we do want to speak grace and we want to communicate grace. Yes. There is grace. That's like, exactly God right. holds hey, nothing he against you. He, the grace. Yeah. Like, Jesus paid for it. Yeah. It's done, dead, gone. Yeah. You are new in Christ. But sin very much has consequences. Yes. Like I was I, I like using this analogy. If I reached our table and slapped you across the face right now, yeah. that would be sin. Pretty easy, blatant sin. Do you want right? to practice? No? Okay. No. Don't practice. I don't, don't want do to slap Josh. Just look at him. <laughs> hey, thanks. Man. This is so nothing mean. to me. That, like you're not you're not like some of our young adults here. Some some of them are only just slapping. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna do it, but like like Jacob Jensen, he's a slappable God, guy. Why did we think of the same name and you yeah. said it? Yeah, God you know what I'm him. talking about. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, so happy he got a shout out on this. <laughs> Well, um, no, that's great. He's huggable too. But yes, but see, if I slapped you, like, yeah, yeah, there's grace. Mm-hmm. You'll for, you're led to forgive me by reading the same Bible I'm reading, and I'm led to like apologize for that by re- But like, you're mm-hmm. still gonna be like, that was weird. You're yeah. still gonna think some way about me. Everybody that's watching this is gonna be like, that was just so odd. Like, sin has consequences. Mm-hmm. And I, I just think like we we have to if we're going to truly live in purity. Mm-hmm is we, we either have to trust other people's word on it. And that's the thing for me, as I look at my life, is I dabbled with sin. Like, I, I pursued pornography and pleasure to a degree. And also, I pursued relationships. And I would try to keep them emotional, but I was dipping my toes in the water of what the world's way of doing things was. Yeah. thousand percent. And Lord, like, course-corrected me divinely um, yeah. through opportunities at the church, through friendships. I had guys and girls. I literally I had friends multiple times over because I would always date girls. And I would always just try because I was just like, I was kind of aimless a little bit. Right. 
um, when it came to relationally, I was always way more insecure. Like trying to find my security and like a girl telling me that like she liked me or wanted to be with me or whatever. So I'm sorry for all my girlfriends before Cammy and even Cammy to agree of how non-confident I was because I was so insecure yeah. like about myself. And I was just yeah. always looking for that. And you brought that, that into that. marriage. I totally brought that into, my mar- into our marriage. And Cammy's like always spoken a life over me. But like yeah. I, I look back at like um, – that as I had people literally would sit me down and they would say, you are not pursuing purity. Mm. Like my buddy Drew, I was looking at my, my friend Johnston, some Facebook messages, when the archives, they looked through our old Facebook yeah. messages yeah. Yeah. and he like celebrated me when I made the right decision with this. So like, you're girl. saying you're so they're celebrating purity. It doesn't always have to mean sexual. Yes. There's someone just purity. Like, yeah. Hey, like you didn't need to be dating that girl. She met yeah. the Lord while you were dating, and yeah. you knew that. And yeah. you're like, you shouldn't have swooped in and started dating her. Like, you didn't know that she yeah. loved the Lord or not. That's great. Like, that probably wasn't wise. I'm proud yeah. of you for a break. Yeah. Or, like, they're just celebrating the right things. Yeah. Not condemning this person. Yeah. Like, they're loved. But, like, yeah. no, like, you, you can have, you flee temptation by never putting yourself in the situation. Yeah. Like, that's what it is. You flee yeah. temptation by setting up the guardrails where I can't even, yeah. I can, don't have to yeah. fall off a cliff yeah. if the road doesn't take me anywhere near a cliff. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, that's great. One thousand percent. And yeah. so, so a lot of us, like the only way we learn is like I fall off that cliff first. Yeah. Like maybe, maybe God wants me to go skydiving. Yeah. yeah. It's part of this journey. Yeah. And it's like, no, you didn't have to. Yeah. And that yeah. was the thing about New Spring that was, uh, and and just church, a healthy mm-hmm. church body in general, mm-hmm. is, I f- I saw people mm-hmm. that did have fun, mm-hmm. that did have great friendships. Yeah that had purpose. I saw the mm-hmm. fruit of the spirit on real people's lives that were seasons ahead of me. Mm-hmm. And I compared that to what I had at home. Mm-hmm. And I love my mom and my dad and my siblings, mm-hmm. but I'll give you a little snapshot. Dad was an alcoholic and had had a marriage before mm-hmm. and very much had issues with sex. My mom had me out of wedlock when she was 19. Mm-hmm. Um, I ju- and so like, there's a whole story there. Um, so sexual brokenness there. My older sister um, got expelled in, in high school and um, kind of went down a really rough sexual path. My brother, same thing, has a he, he uh, didn't finish high school, had, a, had, had sold drugs, had gotten in a really tough spot and was had a rough sexual path. And so I, I look at this body of work and I saw what that led to. Yeah. yeah. I was like, well, yeah. that does not. And I saw these people that love the Lord and I was like, their homes are great. Like yeah. the fathers are present. They have purpose, they mm-hmm. smile, they think of others, they're generous, they're yeah. kind to me, they invite me over, they want me around, I can yeah. speak. Like, I want that. And they were just following scripture and that was pouring out of them. One of the things about following yeah. the Lord is purity is something that he had, he honors. And so these people all had each other and they were doing that and I wanted that. And so yeah, good. me and our, my friends, we were like, let's get that. Yeah. I want that yeah. over all this other mm-hmm. stuff. I've heard enough testimony Mm-hmm. from both sides that the gospel just tastes better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think too, you've got to see it less as a prison and mm-hmm. it's more as a protection Yeah, because guards can be prison yeah. or they can be guides and protection. Mm-hmm. And I have freedom to run the actual race that I want to run. That's right. But most people don't agree. The reason that you wouldn't want to yeah. pursue purity yeah. is because you don't believe this is the race that you need to run for your life. Yeah. It's a great point, yeah. you know. And yeah. I, I was just gonna say this in Second Timothy, um, two twenty two. It says, "Flee the evil desires of your youth and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace, along with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart." It's great. And it said, "Don't have you know anything to do with foolish and stupid arguments, because you know that the prudence quarrels, you know, 
all that type of stuff. And the Lord's servant must not be quarrelsome, but must be kind to everyone, able to teach and not resentful and stuff. So I feel like I'm just always thankful for the Bible. And clearly we can talk about this like all day. I feel like this subject mm-hmm. we could. And even like in Proverbs and stuff like that, it talks yeah. about just like the foolish man and the wise man. It's like so many people, I feel like right now, because this was kind of part of my story, I kind of was like blaming the church a little because oh, yeah. like those people there didn't accept my sin. If that makes sense, like I was like, well, they're not being nice to me while I'm sinning. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go over to my friends that we're all mm-hmm. doing the same drinking, partying, having sex. Like if they're nice to me, I'm going to go over here. Mm-hmm. And it's so easy to like blame like the church, like you ran the other way. You ran towards people that were like, no, we're all going to do this together. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's so important to know, like it does not matter what this person's doing, this person, doing, like what does the Bible say? And like, what am I supposed to be doing? Right. It's like, you can't blame someone else for like this sin you're choosing to walk in and I feel like I did that for a long long yeah, time so you know so yeah. I just wanted to kind of like throw that out there it's like so good. you know no, it's you, really gotta so. you gotta take personal responsibility yeah. for your life yep. Mm-hmm. Some people take that too seriously and they think yeah. responsible for things that happened to them. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, like when dude, you were nine, you? when you were six, it's like when, you know, I was little, like, me and my sisters, like, we'd always like play husband and wife and stuff. And it's like, we were so little. We were mm-hmm. searching for something. Like, our brains can't comprehend that at such yeah. a little age. But then we find ourselves at the age of 30, 40, 50, our identity and what happened to us, like, when we were six and nine and all that stuff. It's like, that's not who we were. We just were trying to figure out because our parents weren't telling us like all these things Mm -hmm. or, you know, it's like, I hope now we are getting to talk about this, that now this like rally young adults. Yeah. Like now we get to go have families and we get to like talk about this stuff, like with our kids and then they're going to go do the same thing. All I remember is my dad saying, just um, let your no be no. It's like, what the heck did that mean? Like, (laughs) I don't want it to be no. I wanted to do bad things, but I didn't know the reason behind not right. doing it, you know? Right, right, right. Um, so, and I remember like people always being like, when I first moved to South Carolina, I remember telling my sister, like, I don't regret it. You know, it just is like my story. I don't regret it. She's like, you know, it's okay if you say like you regret it. Like it just points to how much more you needed Jesus <laughs> in that time. And That's I was like, Mary. yeah, that was me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I she imagine. just has she's, spoken uh, so much good she truth never pulled to a me, punch, I don't think. you know, but <laughs> she has. she's just <laughs> has spoken some good. I need to like write like a little like Mary book, yeah. you know, it's just like little Mary sayings. Proverbs. Yeah, Mary Proverbs. It probably just be Proverbs. It is Proverbs. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, she's just quoting <laughs> just the Bible pull, to me. Pull from the Bible. But yeah, yeah, yeah. somehow, yeah, the Lord really used her to speak truth into my life. And that's why it's so important to have godly people around you. They're yeah. going to, it's going to hurt a little, mm-hmm. but it's like, no, I would rather have people speaking truth to me than being like, no, it's fine. Like, yeah, you and Jonathan, you should totally have sex before you're married. Like, you kind of want to practice. Like, what if you end up having sex and it's weird? It's okay if you do. And it's like, it's like well, yeah. it's not the best. Let's, right. let's point okay. them to the best. Yeah, like, let's just give them yeah, the best. Seriously. And, you know, Don't eat like the that, gum so. on the ground. You Don't know? eat the gum on the ground. Just wait to wait for the full course meal. Yep. Yes. That's what yep. it is, because a full course meal of sex, what is that? Yeah. It is intimacy. Mm-hmm. It is knowing this person. Yeah. Like, and them knowing you. Yeah. And even in marriage, you can pursue purity, and you can, uh, like, be an adulterer. You can ruin mm-hmm. purity. You yep. can, mm-hmm. like... And our and our marriage, even on the other side of this long journey of purity yeah. that we're traveling, is purity still matters. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not. We're not watching porn yes. in our marriage together. Like, yes. we're not sleeping with other people. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not refraining from having sex. Yeah. It's like it's something that is yeah. like extremely mm-hmm. valuable because God has given mm-hmm. us a sexual mm-hmm. appetite to a degree mm-hmm. 
that is for procreation. It's how we get our amazing children in this world. Like it is, it is a moment that only we share, like the only other person on earth that sees, like, I think it's so interesting. Like the the Bible even says about nakedness in scripture, like literally Noah's son is cursed for eternity (laughs) for looking on his father's nakedness. Yeah. Mm. Like, pre-grace mm-hmm. of, of Christ, yeah. like curse for a whole people group yeah. <laughs> forever yeah. for looking. And it's like, it's because there's a principle there that that is mm-hmm. something that God made for this mm-hmm. use. Yeah. Is this, and it doesn't mean there's shame associated yeah. with it now. Like we have grace. God's, yeah. he's put a spirit in us because he was teaching us something. He was teaching us something through the old Testament. He was teaching us something through through the disobedience of people. And we get to look at this whole story of God and his people now. Yeah. And we get to even see like, okay, God, what principles throughout mm-hmm. scripture are here? It's, mm-hmm. it's the fact that my wife was the only person I was supposed to see me in this way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's good. And my husband. Yeah. And so yeah. that's, that's marriage. That's purity. Yeah. But what well, do we do if we're not married? And I feel that's like that's even like, yeah, kind of like what you were saying, just if that does like the Bible so clearly even talks about like in first John, like one nine, mm-hmm. like how, if we confess our sins, like he's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins mm-hmm. and yeah. to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. It's like, there's a reason that that also says that because I could have so easily come into our marriage been like, I'm not forgiven, but you could have kept saying, no, no, you are, or held it over my head or whatever it could have been. But it's like knowing that Jesus came to die to cleanse me of all my unrighteousness. And it's like, ah, oh, because it's like, yes, sex, there's other things too that I will have sinned, you know, have sinned from and of and stuff like that. So just as another kind of yep. like one, if you do like confess it with your mouth to someone that you definitely trust. Mm-hmm. So what do you got? Raising your hand. <laughs> yes. Mr. Josh. Crossing your fingers. That's so you don't forget. Mr. De La Cruz, may I speak? Yes. Um, uh, so on, on, yes, I am weird. <laughs> on the back of that, he mm-hmm. cleanses us of all unrighteousness. But Second Corinthians chapter 5, mm-hmm. verse 21, it's the passage that talks about us being ambassadors for Christ. Yeah. And it says that because of the work, of, the finished work of Christ on the cross, like, mm-hmm. he has made us the very righteousness yes. of God. So yeah. he not only cleansed us from unrighteousness, yeah. Yeah. is he has made us into righteousness. Mm-hmm. And then Proverbs talks about, um, mm-hmm. it's, it says that, uh, Oh, gosh, we rewrote it down. Proverbs okay. 25, is that what it was? Sure, let me look. Um, but it was, you. we had it right here. Is that it, 1228 yeah. or 1215? But but righteousness is a protection for us. It's, yeah. a, yeah. it's, a, it's a fortress. Like it's mm-hmm. a, when I do the right thing, when I choose to follow God's way, when I live righteously, mm-hmm. I am now protected from the arrows of the evil one. And I literally, mm-hmm. I, I picture it like this mobile fortress. Mm-hmm. Like picture like a big castle. Yeah. And I get to walk around with this massive castle around me. Not just like mm-hmm. I think of, there's there's literally angel armies like on mm-hmm. our side mm-hmm. all the time. If that don't get you like amped up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then turn this <laughs> podcast off and pray for God to reveal himself mm-hmm. to you in this way mm-hmm. of like there is literally mm-hmm. angel armies on our side. Mm-hmm. Like open your eyes and see that mm-hmm. the kingdom of God is working on mm-hmm. your behalf. Yeah. To to defend you against the evil one. Mm-hmm. Number one, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. But number two, I literally like imagine walking around in righteousness as like I, when I'm righteous, there is this shield, this fortress around me with like people on the gates, like ready to shoot flaming arrows, chariots ready for battle, yeah. ready to boom. And when I choose unrighteousness, it's like me peeking my head out the, out the mm-hmm. castle wall 
and like just trying to see what's up and realizing, oh crap, there's arrows like <laughs> flying at me. Yeah, that's you know? 100% true. I think, yeah, episode one, Star Wars, when Jar Jar, <laughs> at the end, they're about to fight the Jordan Ar- droid yeah, you're army. To- we are Jar Jar Binks. We, 1,000%. 100%. It goes with <laughs> us. <laughs> we can, yeah, yeah, just give us a second to have this. Now, we just okay. looped in go a ahead, lot of people, go ahead, though. Go ahead. I, yeah, but like, like yeah. you said, it's mobile, right? Uh-huh. Once it comes in our sphere, we can kill it easily. Uh-huh. Because we're living in that righteousness, uh-huh. right? Which is mm-hmm. right living before the eyes of the Lord. What, yeah. uh-huh. what is pleasing to God, right? Yeah. And, and so, yeah, it is like going outside of that force field of like, what am I doing out here? <laughs> right. This, Why hurt, do I, yeah. this is, hurts my own yeah. soul. The only thing that will last forever that I have, uh-huh. my soul, uh-huh. this is damaging to it. Yeah. Why am I going to do this? Mm-hmm. And so... I think it's God telling us, like, hey, your character counts. Mm-hmm. What yeah. you do to your body counts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The what, like, your integrity counts. Mm-hmm. All of this counts because it's good for your own soul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, he just wants best for us because he's a loving father. Right. Yes. yes. Beautiful segue to this yeah. point I want to okay. make. Like, uh, so many of us, religion has taught us that God is very much like the characteristic of Zeus, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's how I was raised. Very Religion told yeah. me that God is an angry God. He has a sick gray beard, toga on, lightning bolt in his hand. Like Hercules, like the animated movie Re- kind of Zeus. Yes. Yeah. Ready to, except without the cool little yeah, flying Yeah, nice. nice. Um, he's ready to throw a lightning bolt because I'm not living right in his eyes. Mm. But in actuality, he's this loving Jesus wearing, you know, saying like, I love you so much. I know you, mm. like, you're hurting out there. Please come to me. And that's that like, all things are new. Mm-hmm. That's that loving mm-hmm. father mm-hmm. of like, can we, can I just bear hug you for a second? Yeah. You've been through a lot of stuff, yeah. but I love you and I forgive you. Mm-hmm. And that's like our, our perspective on who God is matters so much on why we want to live righteous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In my opinion. I mean, what would you say? Mm-hmm. I, I, I just agree. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I don't well, need agree. to taint that. Just listen. Yeah. Yeah. Replay it. Yeah. Go back yes. 15 seconds. And then just yeah, quick little 15 yeah. second button. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So some action steps. Mm-hmm. Like Great. I struggle with, I struggled with an overabundance of bad pleasure, right? Yeah. My appetite's off. My purity. I, I don't think I'm pure anymore. Like, what do I do about, mm-hmm. how, how, what are some action steps I can give, we can mm-hmm. give to someone, a young adult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is struggling with this. Yeah. I, well, I was just going to say for me that something quick. that helped. Okay. That's like the unmuting. Mouth. That's like unmuting. And, uh, who's going to make the first mouth of this <laughs> first? Yep. Yep. Um, I would say something that helped for me when I first moved here, um, just getting connected. I got connected to a small group and that was like yep. pre-rally. Like this lady, Jennifer Hofer, if you're watching. J-O. Oh, <gasps> J-O, or the keister now. But she hosted at her house like a, a group of girls that had already graduated from Fuse and she just like invited me in to basically a rally group. And it really was you helpful. Pray for more people and like then that. yeah. And um some other roommates that like were in the house and stuff. So I got to surround myself. There was a lie that was like, no, Christian girls are super mean and they're judgy. But then when I moved in with these girls, it was like, wow, like they are all going to the same place I am. We get to talk about all this stuff. So for me, it was really important to get to confess like where I had been and yeah. kind of like where my goal was. Like, I'm not trying to date. Yeah. All this different stuff, but it was so important to have some other older like friends know that I'm not saying like way older it was just like there are a few stages of life ahead of me and to be able to like ask them questions how do you do this how do you do this like this is how I was 
And just being surrounded myself with that was like really helpful and not be putting myself into situations where I might fall back in mm. temptation. That's good. I remember I had gone to like one of these like Christian parties, but like they're still playing beer pong. They're all still drinking. And I'm like, I cannot be here. Like this is not a good place for me because this is where I was trying to not be. And I remember, um, I think it was even you saying like, Hey, I honestly don't think that's a good group of people to hang out with. We, we didn't really even know each other at the time, but you had just kind of pointed that out. So I was like, okay, you're right. The next week they're like busted because one of like, you yeah, know, the underage person, an underage, like drinking stuff like that. But it just really was so important. Like put yourself around like-minded people and people that are going your same direction. That doesn't mean you have to like be unkind to anybody, you know, bring other people along with you. Um, but make no so. apologies for mm -hmm. surrounding yourself with people that love God. Oh, like, yeah, absolutely. Uh, if you offend yeah. somebody that doesn't love the Lord because yeah. you're choosing to not be around them, yeah. like, so that you can pursue purity, that's yeah. okay. Yeah. Like, that's I, I think we, we try to expose ourselves to the elements so fast. Yeah. yeah. And try to go save the world with this crusader mindset. Yeah. And it's like, let the Lord save you. Like, let yeah. him sanctify you. Mm -hmm. Like, you will get your chance to go out and share. Like, yeah. just be patient. Yeah. Let it simmer in the crock pot a little longer. Mm -hmm. Like, let it, like mm -hmm. in your salvation and your mission, maybe God did speak something to you that you're not supposed to say for the next seven years. Yeah. Like, yes. like, I just, like, live in the, live in the quiet space of just development for as long as you can. Yeah. Don't try to get out. I mean, live your whole life in yeah. developing and just step into that stuff. But I think yeah, that's, that's really great. good. I was really, that was something I think you did so well as you came into a new city, a new setting, mm -hmm. discerned what was around you, listened to the voices of truth, yeah. dove in the word, and then yeah. planted yourself in great places. Because yeah. I think about singleness. What if you're not married right now? Like yeah, you were planted in an amazing spot. Yeah. Because the end all be all is not marriage and having sex. Like Scripture that even points to that. It. Yeah. It's, I mean, yeah. you can, that's kind of like your favorite little it is like second yeah, Corinthians because I think people like that. they make this end goal marriage. Yeah, it's, not. it's like a head yeah. to the finish line. Oh, man. Yeah. It's like, I'm done. No, yeah, like I you just it. got married. Like, that's a big deal. Yeah, you got more work. You got yeah, more work. More, oh, yeah. There's more responsibilities. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And yeah. scripture literally, Paul literally says, mm -hmm. if you do, I mean, to, to paraphrase, but go in mm -hmm. second Corinthians, look for that. He says, if mm -hmm. you don't like burn with desire, yeah. sexual desire, mm -hmm then don't get married yeah. because if, if you get married, mm -hmm. you now can't focus as much on the Lord yeah. and you have to focus on your spouse. Yep. And he's saying, if you don't have to get married, don't get married. Like you don't yeah. have to get married. I yeah. think that is such, that, that yeah. should be yeah. so liberating for someone it's true, to anybody, really have a gift of singleness. Anybody can get married. Uh -huh. Like they really can. Like anybody right now can go have sex. Anybody can go get married, but it really is waiting for somebody that is just going to be coming alongside of you in this. And you know, like you definitely have showed me more of who Jesus was like through our marriage. Yes. Marriage is valuable. Is. A thousand percent. It's like such a gift, but it's like, yeah, the next phase in your life doesn't have to be like marriage and you know like waiting for sex for marriage it's like yes you are supposed to be waiting for sex in your marriage but there is still even more to that it's like you are saying pure with you know abstaining from sex for the lord like mm -hmm. it's not yes. yes it is for your future spouse but it's also because that is what the lord primarily first and says foremost. to do yes. yeah and i think so so, so my action steps leading us are like, mm -hmm. you know, encouraging to a young adult as I mm -hmm. think you got to, that's why I say this. Anything we've talked about mm -hmm. for all of us, if we're not submitted to God's word mm -hmm. yep. is honestly useless because that's what yep. we're talking about. 
we're trying to just kind of bring that to life in new ways yeah. and show you that it can happen and live out. But all yeah. we did, you can erase this podcast from yeah. your memory and go to the Bible and yes. study it yourselves, right and you're going to find all this. And I pray you do. Yeah. Um, yeah. So mm-hmm. I think as a Christian, number one, if you're not a Christian, there is an invitation to give your life to Christ right. on well, the right. table. Yes. Yeah. That maybe you've been around it forever and. Yeah. I would ask you to actually give your life to Christ. Yeah. Like if you're watching it, if you're listening, mm-hmm. surrender your actual self to Christ. Yes. Maybe you've been around it, but you need to actually trust Jesus mm-hmm. as Lord. And everything mm-hmm. we've said is resonating. You're saying, I want that way. Yeah. The only way is to allow the Holy Spirit to invade and enter your life. That's mm-hmm. number one. Yeah. Number two, you are a Christian. Mm-hmm. If you are a Christian, then you need to submit every part of your life to God's word. Mm-hmm. And Definitely. I think that starts with asking yourself the honest question, am I? Mm-hmm. And the follow-up question to that is my sexual appetite submitted to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Whether you are gay, straight, mm-hmm. uncertain, um, addicted to porn, never looked at porn, terrified mm-hmm. of sex, mm-hmm. like you name it. Yeah. Wherever you fall on this sexual spectrum, yeah. not, it's not one of them is better or worse than the other. Mm-hmm. Okay, That's exactly right. I want yeah. you to like really emphasize not one of them <laughs> yes not one of them is better or worse than the other yeah. our like society in has. the eyes of the lord mm-hmm. but in our society mm-hmm. they make different things oh that doesn't really matter this really matters so mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so like it's never been more confusing ever right. in any of that yeah and so i get it i get why somebody yeah i get why somebody would would go a, a route that I wouldn't go. I yeah. get why somebody would struggle with homosexuality or think about it. Like I, I get, I understand, I understand that to a degree of mm-hmm. it's, it's because you're trying to understand who you are. You're trying to understand why you yeah. like what you like or yeah. see what you see or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying, I'm, I'm not saying all I'm saying is, are you submitted to God's word or not? Yeah. And let's go there. Yeah. yeah. And wherever that takes us is where we're all going to go together. Right. And that takes us to sexual purity, mm-hmm. and it takes us to submitting all of our plans to His plans. Mm-hmm. And the Word is infallible. The Word, word is inerrant. The Word mm-hmm. is perfect. We build our life on the Word. If not, then we don't have a job to do. There's nothing <laughs> to do. Like, yeah. I'm going to go do whatever I want to do. But the Word has become so clear in my life mm-hmm. and so powerful mm-hmm. that I will literally die for it. Like, I've... I, if I get the opportunity to die for the word, like mm-hmm. sign me up. Yeah. Um, like if it has to happen because it is the truth mm-hmm. and I invite anyone and everyone to just simply submit your sexual appetite to God and be honest mm-hmm. with what your sexual appetite is. Just say it, just mm-hmm. say it out loud. Honestly. And I pray that yeah. I, I, the things I pray that we can't control at all are the environments that you're planted in. I know in Myrtle beach, I know in all of our campuses, we're mm-hmm. fighting for young adults to have spaces to be known yeah. because you don't yeah. have to have sex to be known. That's intimacy great. in marriage yes sex helps that mm-hmm. um, but you can be you are fully known by your by your roommates right and you can be fully known yeah. by the lord and you could be mm-hmm. fully known by friends mm-hmm. and you could be fully known by roommates and, and yeah I'm sex has to be like, a part of that yeah i was no, sex has to be a part of that so i was going to say like because even within our marriage it's like we've you know had sex and stuff like that but then it's like but also the intimacy part comes from knowing like each other's like thoughts and mm-hmm. you know stuff like that where it's like there are plenty of, you know, marriages and stuff like that where the intimate part isn't there, like, mm-hmm. and emotionally, you know, yeah. and that's, like, so huge um, because it's, like, we could even be spending, it's, like, you know, but we could even be spending time, like, reading God's yeah. word, kind of, not to say, like, the sex part of marriage, but it could be you're just reading just to get it done and check it off your list, 
but knowing the Lord and really obeying and like following what he has to say and applying it to your life. Like, I feel like that's where the intimacy part comes like with Great. the word. Yeah. Um, so yeah. yeah. Sweet. Love that. The only thing I would add is get accountability. Yeah. Um, you never graduate from accountability. No, you don't. Like really I don't. have, mm-hmm. I have you, I have Jonathan mm-hmm. Foster to yeah. hold me accountable that yeah. I know he's going to ask me hard questions yeah. and I need that. Right. Mm-hmm. I have my friend, Justin Todd. I have yeah. Dylan Bentley in my yeah. life. My friends that I've, that know me, yeah. they know me. Mm-hmm. They know me so well. They know what I struggle with. They know my past. They know mm-hmm. my story. Yeah. So they know what to ask me. Yeah. Um, and so you need that in your life. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all do, especially mm-hmm. in order for me to keep my marriage pure. Mm-hmm. I need people to hold me accountable. Yeah. Um, and especially when it comes to sexual, mm-hmm. sexual appetite, like mm-hmm. ask people, like mm-hmm. get a friend that's going to tell you mm-hmm. what you need to hear, not what you want to hear, mm-hmm. because what you want to hear is going to lead you down the road of your selfishness, mm-hmm. yeah. which is ultimately like, I don't care about anyone else. Mm-hmm. I want to please myself. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's great. Yep. It really is true. And I feel like just like I'm going to kind of just hit on a little of like if things have happened in people's pasts, like not being afraid to talk about it. Because yeah. if you were like this little child, like you didn't know any better if something happened to you, if you did something weird, like that's really a lie from the enemy. If that's like professional counseling, if that's like yeah. coming to the church and talking about it, it just it's such like a lie of the enemy. Like if you say that they're going to think you're weird or you're the only one, just kind of stuff like that. Um so just kind of want to touch on that a little more just from yep. this past week and stuff. So. Yeah, love that. Mm-hmm. Well, awesome. Thank you guys for being just open Thank and you. vulnerable. Yeah. and enjoyed it. This yep. was really awesome. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. And I hope you enjoyed it as well. Yeah. Um, man, we love you guys. If you need absolutely anything, you could literally right now, today, mm-hmm. tomorrow, in the future, you could text RALLY mm-hmm. to 30303 mm-hmm. and we'll get that. We'll be notified. And we just want to walk on this journey of life together mm-hmm. doing life together is yeah. probably one of the my favorite oh, things yeah. to do such a gift. Mm-hmm. um is mm-hmm. to journey on this jesus this jesus journey of yeah it's going to be tough sometimes yes you're going to have low moments but you yeah. also get high moments and what better way to do that than together so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we love you guys we hope you join us in the future um follow us on instagram at rally new spring mm-hmm. Uh, New Spring yeah. Rally. New Spring oh, at New Spring Rally, you crazy man. Yep, I do follow it, I promise you. But we love you guys. We'll see you next time. Thank you for joining the Rally podcast. We hope it encouraged you. We'd love for you to be part of the Rally family. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and YouTube at New Spring Rally so you don't miss a thing. Also, if you'd like to connect to a campus, text Rally to 30303.